Hello and welcome to episode 64 of El Vanilo, the podcast that looks at the greatest albums of all time and compares them to music today. My name is Matt and with me, they're going to Chicago and sorry, they can't take you with them. Nice. Adam and Grace, nice to see you both. Happy days. Good evening. How are you both? I'm a... I'm a nine out of ten today. Oh, eight last week. That's nine. strong. Oh, was I was I an eight last week? Yeah. You have good Mondays. I mean, it can only go up. You know what I mean? Can I it? can't <laughs> start dropping. I can't start being a two now. It's true. It's true. Yeah, fair enough. What's so good about it? Yeah. Is it because England is smashing a tournament for Clearly. the first time? Hello, coming Obviously. out. Obviously. I think so. Obviously. Any real reason? Um, I don't know. <laughs> Just been a good... I got stuff done today. Got stuff done. You know what I mean? What's that like? <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> been ticking off that list. Brilliant. Stunning. That's what gives you a, that nine feeling. <laughs> completed me. Quick. <laughs> completed me to-do list. <laughs> so good. Adam, how are you? I'm, I'm all right. I'm not, I'm not a nine. I'll no. tell you that much for free. <laughs> I'm a five. Strong 3.9. Oh, really? Yes, strong three. <laughs> as always. <laughs> no, I'm, uh, yeah, we'll, go, we'll go with a five. Brilliant. It can only get better. You know okay. what I mean? Mondays, thankfully, are the beginning of the week, not the end. So there's six more days to get it right. <laughs> to get it right. I mean, or for it to be right. I don't know. Yeah, it's all good. I realised over like a bit of lockdown stuff when you say, oh, you guys, you know, it were kind of like, oh, yeah, it's fine because mm. nothing's going on. Oh, so, no. so when it, I mean, Boris has announced that we're probably coming out. Boris yeah. is making some sweeping statements. Yeah, Bozza did some stuff for the first time ever. He did. He, he also got things checked off he, his list he, for <laughs> once. He came through. He did, he did. Let's not praise him too much. He's, he's still a villain. Oh, he's an absolute villain. Still a proper pantomime villain. Yeah, so we're coming out on the 19th. Apparently Sam. Which is going to be sat face masks optional. Yep. Stack them off. Just to ask the, 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 the question that might cause division. Mm. Uh, Are you a Tory? Is that what you're going to ask? No, no, no. <laughs> Never. And if I ever Never. say I am, shoot me in the head. Um, <laughs> say they're, they're optional. They go ahead with that from the 19th. Are you wearing them? Are you not wearing them? What are you, what are not you wearing doing? wearing them. No? Straight, straight it just It depends for me where I am. Supermarket? I quite like it. Okay. I like that you would, you would tune on a suite at the same time. It's just silence. Or just, or just any shop. Is there any shop maybe where you wouldn't? You say you quite like it, is that what you said? That separation, you know what I mean? Mm. It's hard for me to hear, man. I can't. I need, oh, yeah. I, I, well, I think we've all learned that. I live oh, talking, yeah. No, I mean, like, summer. strangers in a shop. Yeah, okay. Being separated from the strangers, you know, when people yeah. are coughing, like, oh, Don't you avoid busy times anyway? Like, well, yeah. like none of us have kids, right? And so we can, I'm like, mm. we can just go to the shops when we want. I always go late at night, you know what I mean? Yeah, mm. I do like a bit of late night shop, mm. to be fair. After this podcast last week, mm. I said I was going to go to the Asda. Oh, yeah, you did. I got flipping so lost. Oh. <laughs> I went the Asda right, yeah. then got to the tunnel. Closed. Yeah. Oh, so you oh, had to go Wallacey one then? I had to go the other one. But your maps yeah. tells you to go through the tunnel. Yeah. And I'm telling the maps, it's damn closed, <laughs> isn't it? Get me to the other tunnel. <laughs> I'm just guessing my way they around the wheel. They signs from the tunnel saying, like, Wallacey, because they quite often... I do, do not they know where those signs are. <laughs> I think though. those signs are a myth. <laughs> a myth. You know, there's, like, weird signs. The signs of the road. You know what I was doing? I said, the sun's setting, so I know that's west. Wow. 
So I just thought... What an explorer. You know, at, least, at least West Kirby is that way, the opposite side. <laughs> and I know the motorway. Did you end up in Wales? <laughs> <laughs> Did you end up going through Wales so down I around Runcorn? So I ended up in Belfast. <laughs> Belfast. <laughs> but anyway, anyway, that's totally off, wow. off topic anyway. But um, what were we talking about? Oh, so Bozza came through. Yeah, the mass was Wales. Oh, and we were in lockdown. Yeah. So I, just, I thought I'm going to come up with some weird, like... Uh, icebreaker questions because uh-huh. some people this is the Come first on. podcast you know what it's I mean true. they're it, like mm. I like Led Zeppelin so I'll listen to it and, and yeah. to say welcome yeah well, <laughs> yeah. some of them say I like the who so I'm going to listen to this <laughs> I'm saying nothing <laughs> so here's the question uh, can you tell me something you hate that other people love and you don't get it hmm. it's quite a hard thinker to be honest I've I I got some examples Nora Jones no, no, I'm joking. No, I'm joking. No, I'm joking. So my, I, that wasn't a whole setup just to make that joke. Again. So my, my one is Biscoff. Actually, I don't, I don't hate, hate it. I don't hate it, you but just I just don't, like just don't get it. Interesting. Don't, dis, I don't dislike it. I just you don't get the craze. What, okay. what about it? Do you not? Mm. Or do you just think over? It's, it's all right. It's just a spread. It's fine. Mm. Mm. Okay. Almond. Strawberries. Overhyped. Weirdo. I'm not. Get your seeds. Out your fruit. But you've never eaten one, so you don't know. But I already know. You know? Do you like strawberry flavouring? Love strawberry flavouring. I found out like strawberry jam. Seedless, obviously, bitless. <laughs> but I like Bit- strawberry jam. It's it's a good flavour. Strawberry is a good flavour. Mm. Strawberry milkshake. Great. Mm-hmm. As long as it's got no bits. Mm. But you know what tastes like a strawberry? Mm. Strawberries. Mm. Okay. But <laughs> I hear that, but wrong. Sam. <laughs> No, but that is actually right because a, stra- a strawberry has to taste like a strawberry. But it's got bits. If you can, you know how we've got seedless grapes, which is one of the greatest things that the only grapes that you should eat. Genetically modified. You eat seeded grapes. Yeah. I bought some by accident, not realizing they were seeded. Worst day in my life. Ruin my whole day. Why do yeah. they even sell them? Is the mm. question we should be asking. Mm. But um, if they could genetically modify. It's a nightmare modify... for a dyslexic, I tell you. Seedless and seeded. <laughs> Can't true. tell the difference in them. That's very true. <laughs> <laughs> That's a nightmare. <laughs> but if they could genetically modify modify mm. modify on the fly uh, <laughs> some strawberries to not have the ovaries because they are ovaries yeah on the outside I'd that's agree. what you want I'd greatly appreciate that mm. I know we've got like, you know sort climate change and all that stuff but before that right priorities um, yeah for me so I can mm. use strawberries mm. okay. you saying that you haven't had them but you know that you don't like it I know that reminded me right oh here we go <laughs> I can't remember if I've already told you this, but look at an item, right? And um, you know just by looking at it how it's going to taste um, if you lick it. This is next week's question. <laughs> is it? You, you'll know what the texture of it. Just yeah, by, you know how what it's good. if you lick it. You don't it, know what it'll taste like. You can then. taste it. You look at that bowl. If you lick I this, can, out, you can tell. You know what it's going to feel like. It's going to feel the cold. Mm, it's going to be like smooth. Grace, I, I don't like it. The texture it. on the outside is going to be really different than like the texture it. on the inside. Yeah. You look at the table. You know that woody taste. Woody you feel it in your mouth right woody, now. What is that? The table. No, not the same. Like, what is that that does that? That's what I'm saying. Oh, I have no idea. It's just... So you just thought you'd bring it up? Yeah, just because right. I'm saying he hasn't had them, but he knows he'd hate them. I, I do. Yeah, you can look at something and know what it's going to taste like. Yeah, well, if I lick the inside of a Hoover, I know I won't like it, but it's not the point, is it? Are you comparing strawberries to hoops? Just a bit of fun now. When you walk around life, you can be like, you know what that tastes like. Is it taste or feel? I feel like it's taste. all feel. That taste, you, like- can ta- you can taste stuff. Quite, you, got, like, you can taste the paint on that wall. 
No, I you can't taste yeah, you the can. paint. I you know what it's going to taste like? It doesn't taste good either. It doesn't taste of anything. You, yeah, you, you know can what just it tastes like? I know yeah. the texture of the wall. It's going to be like weird on your mouth. Right, Chris, th- this wasn't the question. <laughs> right, I'm going to move us on. <laughs> Something that I hate that other people seem to love is that opinion right there. I know. To be honest. <laughs> um, no, go on. What is, what is it, Grace? Something that I hate. That other people love. We're on a food theme here, aren't we? Oh, it doesn't have to be, be. But, but sure. Okay. Alvanilo. Yeah. <laughs> Not it'll be John Lennon. <laughs> John Winston Lennon. That's it. I mean, actually, to be fair. Yeah. Right. Oh. You know, if you lick John Lennon. <laughs> I, can, I can sense it. <laughs> what does it taste like? <laughs> I'm a misogynist. <laughs> <laughs> Anger issues. <laughs> Someone quoted in my lecture today, mm. Iggy Pop. Oh. <laughs> I was about to throw hands. Fair. I said, don't you quote that demon. He's a Nazi. <laughs> <laughs> and the Lord, the Lord Iggy Pop says. <laughs> uh, so that's your answer, John Lennon. John Lennon. Oh, brilliant. Wow. Brilliant. Wow. This was Room 101, that kind of vibe. You said you want a food theme there. Do you have a food one? Oh. I, I don't think there is food that I don't like. <laughs> just love all the food. <laughs> just love it all. Me too. Yeah, fair. Yeah. Brilliant. Well, should we start the actual, the business? Mm. The actual stuff to talk about. Adam's just giving me the this finger thing. Where, you know, like, um, keep going, going, keep going. Because he, he's, put, he's put a load of sweets in his mouth. <laughs> his vamp form. <laughs> uh, so we are going to 1971, which we've looked at a few times on this podcast, but not for a while. So we haven't looked at it since like second episode, third episode when we did. There's a riot going on with mm. Sly and the Family Stone. Mm. And then the next time we looked at it was then um, Imagine with John Lennon. We did look at it again. But we did, ah. no, because we did a John Lennon bio. Oh, we did. Or the End of Beatles bio or something like that. Something like that. No one remembers. So I don't remember. Do so you I, remember? We were with our wonderful pod pals ranking the Beatles. I mean, yeah, yeah but I don't remember, I remember the facts. That. It was beautiful. John who? I mean. <laughs> wow. <laughs> but Adam, you're going to give us a 1971 bio, right? I am just a, a few facts that I don't think I got the first time. Oh, so these are, these fresh are hopefully meat. new facts. Fresh, fresh meat, indeed. Um, to start with women's rights, mm-hmm. as we all often should do. Uh, did you know women were granted the right to vote in Switzerland in 1971? All women? Probably white women only. The rich ones. Probably rich white women. It seems they always get the preference mm. first. Below rich white men, obviously, but still. Mm. Um. But yeah, so Switzerland, very That's something I hate. Rich white men. <laughs> oh, for sure. <laughs> that everyone else loves. Yeah. <laughs> that other rich white men love. <laughs> it's a very exclusive club. A lot of self-love. I mean, if you are one of them, yeah. That's it. <laughs> to use a phrase that I think is wholly American, a circle jerk. Oh. Yeah. It's What's what a circle jerk? It's just where everyone no, sits no. in a circle no. Loves each other off. Oh, it's so no, right, no. I see. Just rich white men. Oh, that term, right? That, that kind. I feel like that's something the Beatles would have done. Very amazing. How dare you? Didn't they do something weird like that? How dare you? In Hamburg, they did do weird stuff. See, how d- they were just teenagers. And I remembered that. Right, they were just teenagers. They were just trying to make one superhuman. All right, Grace. <laughs> <laughs> the most musically evolved human of all time. <laughs> that's how it works, right? Sure. <laughs> <laughs> That's sex ed really coming in, <laughs> coming in, Andy. Um, moving on mm. to a different kind of eruption. Mount Etna. <laughs> wow, never, <laughs> ever made that kind of segue ever again. 
It was great. That right there. If any, oh my day! If any local radio stations want to hire me for segues <laughs> like that, segues of pure quality. That is an after dark segue. Well, that. It really is. Mount Etna erupted. Mount Etna is a. Can you stop peeling your nails in my house? They're not. Then I found this on your table. Oh, it's the waxing. It's okay. the waxing. I thought you were peeling your nails. Know, Libby peeling. does that. Libby peels her nails sometimes. <laughs> And it's like that all would be over the so couch. rude if I was just. <laughs> I was going to say. I was, like, <laughs> I was just thinking. Can you stop saying the word eruption, please? <laughs> just one last time. Mount Etna erupted. Wow. Sorry about that, Grace. For that little bit. Thank you. You you shred away. <laughs> uh, Mount Etna. Mount Etna, I believe, is around Italy or Greece or somewhere like that. It's around. It's around the, the Med. Um, fun fact about Mount Etna. Mount Etna. My mouth can't get rid Edna. of the word Mount. Mount Etna. Uh, in Greek mythology, the deadly monster Typhon, or oh, Typhon, Typhon, was trapped under this mountain by Zeus. Not Typhoon. No, not Typhoon. That is a type of tea. <laughs> <laughs> Typhoon. <laughs> yeah, a new word, Typhoon. Uh, and not Typhoon, no, Typhon. Uh, yeah, trapped under the mountain by Zeus. Um, it's one of the most active volcanoes uh, in the world. I is think. he still under the mountain? Um, undecided. He might have broke free, <laughs> possibly in 1971. Wow. Who knows? Um, Federal Express, I think that's what it stands for, or Federation Express, not sure. Uh, FedEx was started by a man called Fred Smith, 1971. <laughs> and we now get parcels from them. I've never had a parcel come from FedEx. Never. Isn't it American? I, they do it over here. Um, Never had one. Have watched Castaway with Tom Hanks? Nope. No. He has a parcel. Uh, he works for FedEx, and then his plane goes down, and he oh. opens all the parcels. Except oh, he's working at the time. He's working at the time. The plane goes down. I so, thought he was he's working on the... on the plane. He's he's he's, he's delivering on a pl- delivering something on a plane. I think to Berlin or coming back from Berlin, and he hitches a ride. That's what it is. He hitches a ride on the plane. He's going back to see his wife or whatever. Everyone um, else dies. I think so. Yeah. Yeah, everyone else goes down. He survives on this island. Great film. You've never seen Castaway? No. I've seen The Beach. Different one. That's Leonardo DiCaprio. <laughs> Pure Shores. All Saints. Mm. Well, you're on a music podcast. <laughs> I was just going to say, having seen a beach doesn't mean you've seen Castaway. <laughs> <laughs> I've seen... New Brighton. Our beach. New Brighton. Yeah. <laughs> seen Crosby. Is that... Yeah. Um, <coughs> yeah, watch Castaway, Tom Hanks, real good. Wilson, Wilson. Yeah, I know the references. Okay, well, <laughs> know the references, but never watched the film. So. Okay. Is he delivering a beach ball? No. So um, where does the beach ball come from? So the beach ball is on the plane. He's not. Yeah, but so but and he cuts Sounds his like hand he's... and he like puts his hand on the beach ball and draws a face on it, calls it Wilson because it's a Wilson beach ball. Um, kind yeah. of a bit mad, isn't he? He goes a bit mad because he's on an island all on his own for six odd years. Because he's and then away. he gets off, and then he gets off the island. How? Um, he crafts crafts a boat. It took Real him six good. years. Well, no, he had to learn to survive, and he he takes six out. Six years. A, I think it's six years. I thought yeah. it was like three weeks. You know? <laughs> no, he's on there for a long time. So, right. real fun fact about Castaway: We're now a movie podcast. <laughs> um, they filmed like the beginning scenes where he's like all normal and on a plane, like oh, I'm just getting on this plane, and then I'm going to go see my girlfriend slash wife, whatever. Um. And then they stopped filming uh, for like a year. Tom Hanks grew his hair out and um, went on a mad diet and then resumed filming. Wow. Wow. Yeah. Good luck. Watch and we can't even be asked to watch it. <laughs> no, I mean. How did he eat? 
What did he? So he, there's a really great scene where he so before, like the first week that he's there, first couple of days, he uh, he has a really bad tooth pain, like a tooth abscess. So he gets a a, a what do they call? You ice skating with him? Ice skate. Yeah, gets an ice skate. <laughs> <laughs> my brain, my brain really. Right. I was gonna say roller rink. He gets an ice skate with the big sharp blade. No, no, no. Sticks it in his mouth. No, no, no. Gets a rock, knocks it out, and like the pain causes. This is the film. Out. This is the film. Mm. Pain causes him to black out. He blacks out. Screen fades to black. Then the screen comes back up. Water. There's a fish in the sea. Spears it. Cut to Tom Hanks. He's now shredded. Not shredded, but he's thin. Long hair, and he's been on the island for like five. It says like five years later. So he learns oh, how to like catch fish and stuff like that. His mouth didn't get infected. He just he washed out with salt water and stuff. There was a lot of that. <laughs> you know what I mean, so he but he had to get the tooth out because it was infected, oh, no, no, and that would have probably killed him. But he gets it out. No, no, no. And he's all good. With a nice skate. He has a mad amount of weird stuff. Yeah. He? Why was there yeah. an ice skate? Because the plane was a FedEx plane. Got back to the fact that crashed, uh, and it obviously had. But there's loads one of parcels. Little one parcel. But there's one package that survives. That he like never opens, and then at the end of the film he delivers it. Do you know what would be quicker than Adam explaining this? All our questions <laughs> is us just watching it. <laughs> but here we are asking right. Adam. Fun, another fun fact. Why didn't he open it then? Well, because he he, he had a delivery address. And he's like, if I live, I'm going to deliver this. And at the end, he puts a note on it saying, I "This package could, kept yeah. me alive." All that he delivers it. <laughs> Someone asked the director or something like, "What was in the package?" <laughs> it's like a satellite phone. That he could have used to be saved. <laughs> he just never bothered to open it. But so, that's apparently what was in it. Like a satellite phone, I think some matches. Uh, and like, what a troll. Yeah. Troll. Hilarious. Anyway, back to 1971, mm. when yeah. people were not getting lost mm. uh, on islands. Um, cigarette advertising ended on TV in the US. Before that, cigarettes were just advertised everywhere, but then they stopped. Do you remember when... Cigarettes used to be advertised on billboards and stuff in, in this country. Yeah, and then they vaguely, stopped. Yeah. I remember when they yeah. stopped. Because around the corner from our old house, there was a Lambert and Butler mm. um, billboard. And then I remember when they got covered over. Well, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Just a little from my life there. Please pretend to be interested. <laughs> wow. Um, from cigarettes mm. that will definitely kill you, to Charles Manson, a man who <laughs> might kill you. Um, who definitely will kill you. Only if you can start a race war. You know what I mean? So Charles Manson and three of his followers received the death penalty for their crimes. Um, they uh, ins- insinuated? No, they didn't. They What did they do? What's the word I'm looking for? Charles Manson, basically a cult leader. We've all had a Charles Manson. Well, he influenced all them. Influenced, I think that's the word. It's not influenced, but whatever he did, they all killed them. Yeah. Um, Sharon Tate, Shannon Tate, the yeah, really bad actress. Uh, watch Once Upon a Time in Hollywood, Quentin Tarasina. Uh, is that that's, about that? That's what it's about. Oh, is it? Yeah. 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 Charles Manson's in that for a bit. Um, Charles Manson, however, never actually killed anyone himself. Yeah, no. Um, so he, yeah, kind of. Then, Guilty yeah. by association, it was his cult. Well, with John Lennon's death because of him as well. So yeah. You know. well, yeah. Um, Charles Manson didn't actually die until November 2017. Well, thank goodness. 83, I think he lived to. Um, wow. Yeah. It's a ripe old age. He, he did um, live to a ripe old age. But uh, yeah, and he released, he's released several songs. Yeah, I got no, yeah, I got no time. I got no time for him at all. Uh, I mean, Thingy Wilson, Dennis Wilson of the Beach Boys, drummer, was a friend of his. 
Yeah, they kind of got in with the Beach Boys. Mad man. Yeah. Until like 1969 and then Dennis Wilson. Like, like the like, whole cult. Well, they weren't in the cult, but they were like friends with them and they were going to help um, Charles Manson record some stuff and they wrote songs together and stuff. But it's it wasn't like Brian Wilson. And I mean, Mike Love, you know. It's a bit of a dirtbag anyway, so... But, was, but yeah, but a weird, like, they used to meet together and stuff, and then it got a bit weird, so they stopped. The Beach Boys covered one of his songs, and it was one of their B-sides, but they changed the, the title, I can't remember what to. Um, yeah. And then, yeah, 69, Dennis Wilson's like, I probably should stop hanging out with you, Charles. You're a bit, you're a bit strange. You don't mind me <laughs> And Charles probably muttered something under his breath about, you know, the mole men are going to get me, or I don't know. Yeah. Weird fella. Mm-hmm. Interesting, though. Bad fella, though. Yeah. But he, he, yeah, like I said, he lived lived a long, long time. There's loads of uh, interviews that was done with him, weren't there? And he's, uh, yeah. he didn't come across well, I'm not going to lie. But psychiatric help was needed. Um, on to other cult figures of the time, <laughs> for <laughs> a different reason. Jim Morrison of The Doors was found dead in a bathtub oh, in really? Paris. 1971. Yeah, he, he's buried in Paris, isn't he? Yeah, I think so. There's like a cemetery, it's quite a famous I think you told thing. me that. <laughs> Did I, did I say this last time? <laughs> I, well, I think so, yeah. <laughs> I think I said this last time. Yeah. Um, do you want to know something that'll blow your mind? 71. 1971. Think about how long ago that was. Yeah. 50-odd years. 50 years? <clears throat> 50 yeah, odd 50 years. years. Yeah. 50 years 50 exactly. 50 years. To the day. To, to the day. <laughs> um, the first internet chat rooms appear. Wow. That's right. And emails going on. You don't think it, do you? But it's going on. <laughs> Email chat when Marvin Gaye like released little, like, what's going on direct messages little like little direct messages little chats like hit me up chats MSN computers that's why it's happening yep aim <laughs> did you have MSN Grace I did when you appear offline yeah never did always wants to be available <laughs> just uh, a no good tool and you put all your mates initials in your little bio yeah yep. good old song lyric Mm. When they came out with the in the end, having a bark every time. Of course, of course. <laughs> when they when they put the thing where it showed what you were listening to on iTunes, mm. game changer, game. But then it was changer. too tense because you had to really carefully think about what you oh, were listening to. Because someone would pop up and go, mm. "Listening to that," and you'd be like, yeah, yeah. "Shut up, I'm gonna block you." Mm. Nudge, nudge. Um, yeah, mad. Um, another first in '71, the first soft contact lens. Became available commercially in the US. As opposed to a hard. I think they were just little bits of glass. Ew. Just like in your eye. Yeah. Like a, a lens of a... Ew. Yeah. I've, I've never... Well, glass, are you a glasses wearer, Grace? I'm supposed to be. Supposed oh, to be. Yeah. Ever done contacts? I will never will. No? Matt, you've never... I don't need that. My eyes got better. Oh, must be nice. Healed? Yeah, healed. Praise the Lord. Lord. <laughs> Jinx, you <laughs> can't talk. Buy me a coat. <laughs> um, I'm going to carry on talking because I don't believe in jinxes. I believe in a higher power. <laughs> Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. <laughs> Hallelujah. Um, another first in technology. I got to the technology section and thought we didn't do this last time. So. Uh, the first pocket calculator was released. Right. Love a calculator. It's quite cool. Ooh, so we're chatting on MSN. But no one's thought of a pocket calculator yet. <laughs> no, yeah. <laughs> yeah. I mean, we're not priorities. actually chatting. <laughs> it's, it's probably just the military that are using, mm. you know, chat rooms. But yeah, you know, um, the first cat scanner. Mm. We go for a cat scan. Dog scans would become later available. <laughs> I knew that was coming. It's <laughs> a good joke. Um, and also, <clears throat> a huge one for 
uh, for technology. Um, <laughs> LCD screens were invented. Liquid wow. crystal display. Wow. So that's well. Um, yeah, were invented. I, I don't think they became very commercially used till much later on when things got a lot cheaper. But uh, 71, they were around. Mm-hmm. I mean, people would use them for watches. Yeah, definitely. Casio, Casio watches have LCD screens, don't they? Liquid crystal display. Not really sure. Uh, I just think that sounds very good. Liquid crystal display. You want to drink it, don't you? You kind of do. Some LC insides. Um, yeah, so that's just some of the things that happened in 71. Brilliant. It feels like forever ago, doesn't it? But at the mm. same time, there's things that we can connect. Mm-hmm. Do you want to know some albums? Yes. Come on. Do you want to know the best album on this list? Go on. Mm. Who's next? By the who? Nope. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Hungry Dory. Great album. At, which we looked at, David Bowie. We did Barry. that one as well. So we've done 71 like three times. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Uh, Tapestry <laughs> by Carol King. Nice. Uh, what's going on? Marvin Gaye. Oh, what's going on? We'll talk about that later. Mm-hmm. Lamb by Paul McCartney. Ugh. I like him. Mm-hmm. Imagine by John Lennon. Oh, yes. That's where you go. <laughs> and my favourite, and I've definitely said this about four or five times, Blue by Joni Mitchell. <sighs> there was a... Brilliant. So that's your favourite compared with... Imagine. <clears throat> That's my favourite album on this list, wow. yeah. Not, not the Rolling Stones list we're doing. 71. There was a, because um, that recently shared its start, had its 50th birthday. It is. There was a message from Joni Mitchell. She, re- she recorded. For her 50th anniversary. For the 50th anniversary <gasps> of this album. Um, and let me tell you, she got mad teeth. Oh. You ever see Joni Mitchell's <laughs> teeth? They are perfect. What? It's like, you know the Mr. Potato Head teeth that you get? Yeah. It's like that. What? We're going to talk about it when we get to it, but she like... People found her mesmerizing, right? Mm. Like absolute. I don't know, like another Were world. Were they her real teeth? I think she's up worked up, and, and more power to her. I don't know. Yeah. When when you've got a critically acclaimed album, you do what you, you want. You get those teeth, hundred percent. But everyone who's anyone from this time is like, man, I just wanted to marry Joni Mitchell. They like all were in love with her. Fair. You know, honestly, everyone. There's something about her. You know what I mean? I don't know what it is. An ethereal The person. teeth. That special sauce. The teeth. The pearly whites. Pearly whites, pearly gates. Yeah, there you go. Shall we take a little break? Mm. And then we're going to talk about uh, Led Zeppelin's fourth album. Ooh. Led Zeppelin 4. Amazing. So we're going to talk about the untitled fourth studio album by English rock band Led Zeppelin, commonly known as Led Zeppelin 4. And it was released on the 8th of November 1971 by Atlantic Records. It was produced by guitarist Jimmy Page, what a guy, and recorded between December of 1970 and February 1971. So it took a while to come out before it was, um, you know, they finished it quite early in the year and then it took to later in the year. <coughs> Most, uh, mostly in a country house called Headley Grange. Mm. Uh, the album is notable for featuring Stairway to Heaven, you work in a music shop, you'll have heard it before, which has been described as the band's signature song. So there you go. Um, the informal setting of Headley Grange inspired the band. I've been thinking about this because um, when we looked out on John, he had like that chateau in France where he did all this stuff and chilled out. At. Mm-hmm. And I think I need to go and record. <laughs> I just need to go away for a bit. Come up with some songs. You know, Get inspired. You know what? Yeah, they needed some time away. Do you mm. know what I mean? And I think I can care. I need some time away. Um, 
<laughs> just a tire away. Um, and so the informal setting um, inspired the band and allowed them to try different arrangements of material and create songs in a variety of styles. Apparently the fact that they could just like get a cup of tea and go for a wander. I love that, you know. Really helped. We just really wanted helped. to get a cup of tea. Didn't they, yeah. have, they had the, the Rolling Stones mobile yeah. recording studio as well? It was too expensive. Ah. So then they went somewhere else. Gotcha, yeah, so. gotcha. But like you think about George Harrison as well, just wanted to get into the trees and the and the grass and the, you know, get to nature. It's what people need. You know what I mean? We need to get out. But you think about these rock bands, or you think about Guns and Roses, and they're like filling up their coffee with Jack Daniels or whatever. Mm. But these are like, you know, they're rock and roll, but they're, they're chilled out. Just want a cup of tea. You know what I mean? Mm. I like that vibe. I can relate to it a lot more. Except for the rock and roll part, <laughs> just the just the cup just of the tea. Cup of tea. <laughs> <laughs> uh, just a nice house. So after uh, Led Zeppelin 3 came out, mm. it received lukewarm reviews from critics. What do you think about them as a musical critic? Led Zeppelin 3? Yeah. Absolutely sensational. Come on. Whole lot of love. Oh, really? That's all I need to say. And so it got, because there was some of this um, folky stuff on it, you know what I mean? Mm. And critics, on, three. on 3, and critics were like, not having that. So when they were doing 4, they decided, as you know, we're not going to put our name on it. It's going to be um, untitled and there's going to be symbols from each of us. Mm -hmm. And we're going to make this the best album yet. So they said, if this album ain't a hit, not doing it Same anymore. Led Zeppelin 3 doesn't have a whole lot of love. Led Zeppelin 3 got immigrant <laughs> songs. My bad. <laughs> but My that, bad. I did think like, oh, that's Gallo's actually, pole. yeah. But it was a bit more folky on it. Yeah, yeah, it was it is, a bit yeah. More. yeah. Um, not like a whole lot of love. Not like a whole lot of love, <laughs> which is not folky in the slightest. Yeah. Carry and on. so so it didn't have any of their names oh. on it. They just kind of released it without mm -hmm. saying it was coming out, any of that stuff. Uh, and so they, you know, they just thought, what? So there's a load of hype around Led Zeppelin. Mm. And so they go, right, we're going to do the opposite of the hype. So it's like when Coldplay release an album mm. that doesn't sound like, um, I have, I'm just thinking off the top of my head now, but, you know, they put that album out that was like <coughs> summer hit after summer hit. Yeah. And then the album after it, they do the opposite. It's more chilled. Mm -hmm. And they do that because they can never reach the expectation. Yeah. They can't just so they, keep going. Exactly. So they bring it down. So it's something that Ed Sheeran talks about, mm -hmm. is that he deliberately brings out music that isn't going to be a bop every time. And he changes the way. Because then you go back down here and it's easier to raise the game. And has he ever brought out a bop? <clears throat> He's got Absolutely. a new song, guys. Anyone heard it? It's all right. Don't like it. Apparently, though. Oh, no. No, no, no. He's selling himself out. But apparently... No, no, no. I heard... Because I actually do like Ed Sheeran. But apparently, that um, that song is as different as he's going. His new album's going to be much like his older stuff. Excellent. That's, that's the problem, isn't it? No, I, I, I like this. Oh, like, his first album's great. I love Divide. Mm. I loved it. It's too much. So. But anyway, we're talking about real musicians. Yeah. Mm. So. Yes. Wow. Yeah. So anyway, so that that's the kind of thing they're going for here. They they released it um, a bit under, not underhand. What's the secretively? I guess uh, they had some guest uh, musicians on it uh, on this album. Oh. Yeah, and just decided to do stuff a bit differently. And you know, Jimmy Page is just like he's in control, man. He's in the cockpit. He's you know the I mean? one he's you need, like, I think. And he knows what he's doing. He's yeah. like, we're gonna. We're going to smash this. And so it's got one cover song, When the Levy Breaks, which I'm sure we'll talk about. Uh, and the album was a commercial and critical success. And is Led Zeppelin's best-selling album, shipped over 37 million copies worldwide. 
It is one of the best-selling albums in the US, while critics have regularly placed it highly on lists of greatest albums of all time, except for this one that puts it <laughs> at 58 or something like that, which I'm going to say is way too high, right? We've listened to... So, sorry, way too low. Gotcha. It, it should sorry, be higher. Sorry, I meant it should be higher. Gotcha. <laughs> it's way too low, right? Yeah. It yeah, should yeah. be like... It should just be way high. Top 20, easy. Top 30, top 20, absolutely. Yeah, but there you go. So, we're going to talk about what we think about this. Some things that stood out, some things that we loved, some things we might not have loved. Grace, what do you think? Oof, I'm looking forward to this. What do you think I'm going to say? I think for the most part, I think you were okay with it. Mm-hmm. I think there were some parts you maybe didn't like, but I think mm-hmm. it took you by surprise. Mm. I loved I loved Stay Away to Heaven, but it was seven minutes long, so I skipped it off. <laughs> yeah, if you, if you tell me you skipped any Stay Away, I'm really going to lose oh, it. Oh, Stay Away, yeah. nickname basis. Why not? Well, um, so we're starting off, right? Black Dog. I've heard this all before. It's a good hey. one. Great riff. A corker. An a absolute corker. corker. Love that. Love it. Banger. Start to finish. Come on. Whole vibe. Uh, finish? Start to, to finish. <laughs> <laughs> um, no, it's amazing. Like, straight from the bat, I'm like, want to see these live. Mm. And that's the thing, but... Missed you. I think you missed what the bell. <laughs> it would be a, like a solid live performance. Yeah. Like mm. a sweaty, but a good one. <laughs> what <did you> say? <laughs> sweaty. 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 It's the right way to say it. Yeah, but. Um, but a good one. Mm. Um, yeah, so loving it. Great start. Rock and roll. Great. We're still winning. We're having a brilliant time. Oh, we're we're you know what she does, it. though? She goes through and, it, and then we got to, <laughs> to this. To be fair, number three, I think if you're about to say what I think you're about to say, I understand it. Well, it's, you know, so the album, it isn't like... Do you like things? I do, do I do, I do. It's not like every song is the same. It's very diverse. It Each, is very diverse. It's a diverse album. There's a it lot is. to offer. Mm. They're, yeah. they're, they're ticking a lot of boxes for a lot of different people. True. You know what I mean? That's right. True, true, true. You know, meeting many different target audiences. Yeah. You know? Meeting needs where they see you. Exactly. You know? Um, so the third one's different. I don't hate it. No, me neither. Okay. I'm, not, I'm not having a massive boppy time anymore. Mm. I'm no longer in the mosh pit in the crowd. <laughs> I'm not. Yeah. I'm not into medieval shit though. Do you know? I just hate like. <laughs> if you're not into dragons, you might not want to listen to some Led Zeppelin. I don't. I don't go to Warhammer on the weekends. <laughs> you know what I mean? If you don't like Lord of the Rings, you might miss some stuff. <laughs> I don't. I don't like painting those stupid little characters. And... <laughs> no, it's just not of, for me. Bit of Dungeons and Dragons. No, no. <laughs> I've never played it, but I'm just not into the. You know. So, but so I was like, oh, here we go, medieval mm. shit. So, so it's a definite change of pace. <laughs> I did like it because I enjoyed the first two. I'm already on board. Great. You know what I mean. Yeah. So they haven't thrown the baby out of the bathwater. You know, nice. I'm yeah. still there. You're still, still in the bath. I know they got to stay away. With the baby. I am the baby. <laughs> um, Don't throw me out. Right. <laughs> Under the water. And then, right, Stairway to Heaven. So I read that it was like one of their most iconic, well-known. Mm. Yeah. I never heard it. Okay. I've never heard a- it. Any of it ring a bell or not? Not a single part. Okay. Not at all. Not the riff or anything. Not particularly. Do you, what, do you think it sounds similar to the stuff? I just think it's iconic. Yeah. Oh, right. No, I literally didn't recognise a single second. Fair. Which is strange that if it's mm. that one. But I read it. It was long. Um, but <laughs> in my notes, I've read it started out 
Well, I was on board. Yeah. I got bored. With what? Oh, with just on stairway. Yeah, okay. just on stairway. Because it is a long song. It's a it's a long. It's like f- the first four minutes. Yeah. Are like the chilledness. Yeah, it's like in three parts. Yeah, and it then it went off, and I was enjoying it. Great. But there was, we could have done like two minutes at the beginning. You know what I mean? We could have chilled for two. It's kind of like. I, I don't know if this is a blasphemous to say, but I think it's like Led Zeppelin's um, Bohemian Rhapsody. That's what oh, I think about it. that's a good way of putting it, yeah. I think they have like similar things to them. But, but it doesn't catch you as much as Bohemian Rhapsody does. Bohemian Rhapsody really moves. Like it, yeah. it, it, it is low, but it starts with the little choir bit mm. and then instantly you're into the bit that you can kind of sing. Yeah. And then it, it moves. It's massive contrast to contrast to contrast. It moves a lot more than this, yeah, yeah. which only has like three parts. But, the, but a Bohemian Rhapsody ain't coming out in 71. Wow. You know what I mean? It's still you a know. few years away. Mm. You know. you I never I mean? thought about it like that, but I, <clears throat> it's a good comparison to make, I think. Mm. Um, Thanks. Good <laughs> hashtag analysis. I'm glad you like it. I do, I do. I got more hashtag analysis. <laughs> Just you, mate. Um, but I think Four Sticks might be my favourite on this album. Mm, nice. Mm. I think it really moves. It really moves. I can imagine myself like storm down the street to it. Yeah. If I was like, <laughs> I, love I, wouldn't, I wouldn't jog to music. I'd power walk. You know? sure. Did you see to the music. thing about why it's called Four Sticks? You hear this? No. Oh, come on. <laughs> Hashtag. No, no. <laughs> Hashtag because, uh, is it John Bonham? That's John the drummer. Bonham. Sorry, I'm not. I'm not Bonzo, I should really know. As fans call. Um, he used four sticks. He used two together mm. on uh, each hand to play the drums. Because it's so, a busy little number, so I believe that. Mm-hmm. It's a big. Big number, you know. Um, I mean? Yeah, so that's why. I'm feeling it. I'm feeling it. He's a great player. Oh, We're gonna, I've got he a, a bit great, to say. Oh, oh. The drums. <laughs> oh, or it's not bad. Okay. Good. They'll be glad to know. Is it not good though? Mm-hmm. It's middle. It's middle. all bad. It's not, <laughs> <laughs> it's not bad. It's not terrible. bad. It's all bad. It's constructive criticism, I think. He's still around, right? To hear this. <laughs> uh, <laughs> no. <laughs> uh, but I know. I love it. I think he's doing bits. Yeah, I'm here for it. Yeah, for all sure. for it. Um, yeah, and then going to California is an unexpected change of pace. But I'm not mad about it. No, I'm not mad about it. Um, bit weird, but it's cool. Mm. Enjoy it. It's a cool kind of weird. Bit of a vibe. You know, I haven't skipped it. I think it's a bit vibey. Yeah. Have you skipped anything by this point? No. Wow. No. Come on, it. They had me solidly at the beginning. I was committed then. Yeah. Do you know what yeah. I mean? Start. This is my thing. Start an album bad. You're trash. I'm moving on. <laughs> It's first impressions, do you know what I mean? Like, they count. That's such a generational <laughs> thing, honestly. Start as you mean to go on. Yeah, Don't enough. be bringing out garbage and be like, oh, it gets better. No, bring out your best. First and best. Fair I want enough. the food hot straight away. Exactly. Not I have to put it in the microwave halfway through and warm it back up. I want to start as a bang. Exactly. Um, so, yeah, it's a very mixed bag. Mm. Some absolute peaks. No troughs, I'd say. Oh. Middles. Mm. That's as low Middles. as we go. Middles. I enjoyed it. I did. Brilliant. Mm-hmm. Asim, what do you think? Guys, this album's the best album of all time. <laughs> and and I include the Thriller. No, I don't include Thriller. Because <laughs> Thriller's amazing. Just all of them. John Paul Jones. Let's go, let's go with him. The bass in this album is great. But where John Paul Jones really shines is his mandolin playing in Going to California. Mm-hmm. It's incredible. And he used to do that live as well because he used to play organ mandolin every single instrument and then also bass so going to california proper that acoustic guitar is great uh showing jimmy pages just 
diverse as he doesn't just play heavy licks. He does some nice little soulful stuff. Mm-hmm. Your little Donovan McCartney stuff. Yeah, you know he does all that. Um, Black Dog, I think, is just that's a song I can't listen to quietly. Mm. Got to turn it right up, right up. <laughs> um, John Bonham's playing. I've often heard with John Bonham, it's not, it's not what he's playing, it's how he plays it. That's where the sound comes from. Because he doesn't just play the drums, he smacks the drums. Mm. Like, nice. he plays them. And you can hear it, because I think it makes a difference. Because any, any drummer, I think, could do a lot of the stuff. Wouldn't sound the same. Like I would say with Ringo, it's mm. not just what he's playing, it's how he's playing it. Yeah. You know, he, how he hits things with his left-handedness and all that. It's the same with Bonham. Sometimes when I'm teaching people to play guitar, mm. they kind of stroke the strings, right, with the pleck. <laughs> little limp. And I just have to say, like, let it know it's been it. You know <laughs> you got to smack it. got to smack it. I want to say, to smack it like it knows it's your bitch. You know what I mean? <laughs> but, <laughs> smack it like the prodigy. <laughs> <laughs> it's all you can say about guitar, do you know what I mean? <laughs> but you want it to know who's in charge, mm-hmm. you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. You want it that guitar hard. Because yeah. mm-hmm. a lot of tone comes from there. Sure. You know what I mean? You've got to mm-hmm. put your whole arm into yeah. it. You know I mean? And that's the same with drums. It's a primal yeah. instrument. Can't be a little wet lettuce. Can't be, you know, Can't, yeah. people you marching smack. in toward, did they just, I'm going to play, <laughs> play a nice little paradiddle hit. No, smack it. I want to talk about the drums a bit more, right? But it, there is something about a drum, right? Mm. Where you just welly it with your whole arm. Yeah. You smack it as hard as you can. There's no other sound like it. No. It's a be- like a guitar ain't like that. No. You know what I mean? You need a lot of like pedals or a big amp and it needs to be like really like it's quite like an acoustic guitar, it's quite a delicate thing, mm-hmm. really. But a drum, you can hit that. Mm-hmm. You can put power in that, yeah. do you know what I mean? Yeah. It's a good thing. And his his shell sizes are quite big. I think he played a twenty four inch bass drum. I'm into that. Mm-hmm. He, and one of the it's the big deep. ones. Big deep ones. One of the one of the main uh, drum draws on this album is the intro to When the Levy Breaks. Mm. So it's got that big kind of echoey. So I looked at uh, your man, Rick Beata. Mm-hmm. He did a video on it, um, on the intro to When the Levy Breaks and how they got that amazing kind of drum intro sound. Because I've seen a few things on it. Yeah. Jimmy Page says that. So in Headley Grange, in the lobby bit, there's just a big staircase. Yeah. So that's where the drums were. And they put like various stories of oh they just put two microphones up and placed yeah. them and, and that's how they got it which isn't actually true so they did just have the drums there and they placed two what was it m160s one on, on the staircases above it and that um and they had a little echo device can't remember the name of it but they had a little echo device um which andy johns the engineer kind of plugged in as well yeah. so that it's got that yes it's got the natural echo which is amazing which mm. you can't replicate anywhere but then it's got that Echo Machine just helping out. And that sound, that intro is just, it's amazing. Do you know what I did, Adam? What? I thought the drums were so great oh. that I actually ripped the isolated oh. track, right? Wow. So I've got the isolated track of When the Levy Breaks. Yeah. I'm going to put it under what you're just saying there. Oh, great. But I'm going to play it now. Yeah. And we can carry on to I'll see if you want. Please do. But here it is. So we're, we're all drummers here, right? Everyone's sure? a drummer. Everyone's, everyone, <laughs> like, I'm not really a drummer, but, but there is something about, you can hear it being, it's hard, right? Mm. I like that big bass drum just being thudded. I, I love the snare sound. Snare sounds. I don't know what type of snare you played, whether it was a, a big deep one or what, but it's it's got a crack on it. It's got that. It's just... And it's simple. It's mm. pretty simple. Yeah, yeah. It? 
Yeah. And, and actually, here in this album, Bonham can play complicated. Yeah. He can do your Mitch Mitchell super fast. You know, his solos are proper things for mm. it, but like you say, this is simple. And just his cymbals, that's proper singing. Just. It's great. And, and then outside of the drums, not that I want to move on too much, but <laughs> outside of the drums on Monday Live Breaks, the harmonica is incredible. The distorted vocal, Robert it's Plant. It's amazing, that. I said last time we listened to Led Zeppelin, Robert Plant's vocals, sexy. <laughs> and that's right over, over this album as well. The sexy vocals are there. Yeah. All over the gaff. Wow. All over the gaff. Um, yeah, I can't, I can't speak highly enough of it. Um, you know that drum part? Mm. I looked it up. So it's a very like well-used sampled part. So we'll have all heard it like a million times. Mm. Just on one website, I don't know if it's true, but... It said that the sample had been used 218 times. Wow. And so here's some of the people who have used it. Beastie Boys. Know that one yet. Eminem. Dr. Dre. Beyonce. Everyone's using it. Everyone's using it. Literally that exact sample or like they're replicating it or... No, that sample. So they're getting permission to use that because it's so well recorded, like Adam was saying. And it's just so iconic. Like it's so thick. But it has that slappy mm. echo and delay on it that you just couldn't. And that is what is so good about Jimmy Page's like production mm. as well. It's not mm. just like I don't know. Sometimes I think about like Oasis and how much like production they did early on, and really not that much. You know what I mean, or whatever. But these guys are like they're pros, do you know what I mean? And they just are doing grace. I don't know why I used Oasis as an example there, but <laughs> but like I, I don't know. I, th- I like I've heard some stuff about their producer and yeah. like all he did. And then I think about was Liam Gallagher doing that? No, nah, he wasn't. <laughs> do you know what I mean? He's just going out on a bender. But here, yeah, you know what I mean. I think it makes a difference when when musicians get involved in their own production. Mm-hmm. Dave Grohl does it. I'm pretty sure mm. uh, quite a lot. And and I know later on in the Beatles to talk about them, of course. Mm. You know, they were all getting involved. And obviously George Martin's the head honcho, he's in charge. Yeah. But, you know, Paul's like, oh, what if we do this? What if we do this? You know, and John's getting involved with Strawberry Fields. And, yeah, yeah. And I think it makes a difference when an artist does that because they, they've they got the song in their head. Yeah. So they know what it needs, but they might not necessarily know all the tools. That's it. But it's, it's good. Mm. It's just good. Wow, well, Ronnie. Mm. I talk about another drum part. Oh, please. I've got another one to show us. Right. Love it. So here we go. Lucky so I know. Look at this, Koei. <laughs> so we're going to listen to the rock and roll, right? Ah, oh, this intro. And like, you know, I remember doing this in college, in music college, right? And like all these jazz guys and just like proper wet lessons, you know what I mean? And they don't like, they don't like anything that ain't jazz, Doesn't you know what I mean? Which is boring. <laughs> <laughs> Which is fine, but they're like proper snobby. And I remember them trying to write out this intro on like proper manuscript, do you know what I mean? Like, <laughs> Name manuscripts. <laughs> so what I want I want us to do is to count it. So I've got some right. manuscripts. <laughs> so I want oh, you crap. to I want I want you to count what time soon you think. Good, I'm about to be found out right. to be a fraud. So I, it's not a competition. I think I've played a piece of music in about four years. <laughs> it's not a competition. You've got drum knowledge. I'll tell you now, I don't have an answer to this. Oh. I'm trying to give so. it a minute now. But I'm going to play it. So we might play it like a couple times. Does it of times. stay in the same time, time signature? We have to listen to it, don't you? Stop I'll play that. it like three times. Okay, go on. So here we go. That's it. I'm just trying to think what the whole song is. So, so, so the whole song is in four? Yeah. 
Hold but on, the, do you know the answer? No, I don't. Well, oh. no, I can, I can look it up, but I can't remember the answer. But, right. but it's not really, it's not as simple as like, it's in 4-4. Four, four. Yeah. So it's, show, it's well, showing... Well, the odd bars are... The... That's it. And so it's showing the genius mm. at the right. part. So I, I think I can count four bars of four. Yeah. Mm-hmm. A bar of two. two three, and then I get four, lost. One, two, okay. one, two, three, four, one, two, one. Right, here you go. Yeah. So there you go. So let's say, I'll tell you how I count that it. Going for it. What do you think it is? But it depends that first hit. That's one. It is that the one? I think it's one. Because that would change things. Should I count it and I'll show you what I okay. think it is? And, and this ain't, I mean, this is all up for grabs. This is proper. We've never got this geeky of arm. Mm. Here we go. So here we go. One, two, three. One, two, three, four. One, two, three, four. One, two, three, four. One, two. So you can count it like that. Okay. So like there's four, mm. a four and a two. Mm-hmm. Or you can count it as three, four, uh, two fours, a two and a four. I don't know if that, mm. that makes sense, but or three fours, <laughs> a two and a four. But if we just listen to it and we're not being, being geeky about it, how mm. great does it sound? Mm. Let's do it again. Who comes up with that? You know what I mean? It's the little ghost notes. It's amazing, that. And then as we go in, right, that kick drum is unbelievable. Mm-hmm. And it, it keeps up for the whole song. Just unbelievable playing. I think we're like we're all different ranges of drummer here, Johnny. We all play different stuff. I just play a little bit of drums when there's no drummer that turns up. <laughs> but but like I think we'd all struggle to keep this up mm. for like four minutes. Just such a great pattern. Yeah. And all the stops and stuff as well, isn't it? Yeah. And so I, I think you think you listen to this song rock and roll and you go, oh man, it's just a rock and roll song, isn't it? It's a bit boring, mm. but really, like, that's just the drums. Yeah. Mm. That's not like the vocals. Mm-hmm. It's not the guitars. But, like, we've listened to a lot of crap albums mm. that ain't lived up to this. Yeah, absolutely. And this is like just the, even the sound of it, the way it's recorded. That kick drum sounds like it's in like a club somewhere, and you're listening outside. <laughs> yeah. You know what I mean? It's a bit. Yeah. It's really thumpy, isn't it? Amazing. And he, that intro, the fact that he like thinks to do that intro back in, it just yeah. He was honestly such such a good drummer, and you can see how like much of an influence you can hear like some of Dave Grohl's drumming in this, mm-hmm. and some of Taylor Hawkins yeah. from from Foo Fighters. Like if and Foo Fighters have tried to have like performed this song and stuff like that. And like Dave Gore's drummed it, and it's good, but like it is missing just that that little sauce. Something about it, innit? Real something about it. And this is like how deep the sauce gets in it. Mm. Like we're talking about the kick drum. Yeah. You know what I mean? The, ki- <laughs> the kick. And like, you know, John Bonham ain't like, that's just who he is. That's just what he's doing. Yeah. You know what I mean? And we're, But this influenced like so much stuff. You know what I mean? So much great stuff. And then so, we haven't even talked about the drum solo. You know what I mean, like you were mm. saying before, he has like those animal moments where he just lets rip and just yeah, goes sick and goes mad on it, which is just amazing. And so I think the whole album is just full of moments like that. Mm. Just so good. 
and just little bits that like keep you interested or like they just change it up a little bit or they just put a different little thing in and so so yeah i just wanted to listen to some of the drums because i thought beautiful so great some you know i know another thought this is my last thought really except for the uh, medieval crap i'm not really into that um but i really liked this album and the guitars mm. you know a few weeks ago i said um the appetite of destruction appetite of destruction is that what it's called for destruction appetite for destruction why did i get that wrong every time i did that last time um appetite for destruction uh the dr- i said the guitars are quite sloppy right mm. i felt like that's a bit harsh at the time <laughs> but then i listened to this and i'm like mm. nah because like 30 years before that's even recorded, yeah. Jamie Page is nailing like four guitar parts on top of each other yeah. on like a little eight track thing. And he like is so deliberate with the sound and how great it sounds. And mm-hmm. even hearing like the, um, you know, the tape machine come on for, what's that song for Black Dog? Black Dog. Amazing. Yeah. So great. It's so deliberate. It just sounds sick. It sounds sick. And these guitars, these guitars are so good. You can't even tell. There's four on top of each other. They just sound so thick. Where there's like appetite for destruction. You can like hear in both ears that they're not even playing the same <laughs> same thing. <laughs> and I haven't even taken the care to like do it. And so I think this album is pretty flawless, to be honest. Wow. And I, I actually said it should be in the top 10 wow. of albums, I think. Is it going to be in your Hall of Fame? Yeah, I think so. <laughs> I think it's got to be. It's going to be yours. Of course. Wow. I don't... I don't I find it hard because I don't really listen to a lot of um, Led Zeppelin. It's not my bag, mm. but I can appreciate it like yeah. mega, mega. So, um, yeah, so I think it's amazing. Should we take a break? And then we're going to talk about Wolf Alice mm-hmm. and their album. Um, what is the album called? We're not Led Zeppelin. <laughs> So it's called. <laughs> a Blue Weekend, that's what it's called. <laughs> I was going to go say Blue Monday, but I think that's something <laughs> that's else. Song, yeah. <laughs> right, we'll be back after this. Amazing. So we're going to talk about Wolf Alice and their album Blue Weekend. And Wolf Alice are an English alternative band from London formed in 2010 as an acoustic duo. Uh, and then other members soon joined. Um, so they had a number of like EPs and early things and then their second album came out and it was like it got nominated for like Grammy Awards they got like um, nominated for Best Rock Performance and things like that uh, and the, so the band's second studio album Visions of a Life uh, was released in September 2017 and it debuted at number two in the UK Albums Chart uh, and received universal acclaim from music critics and was ranked as one of the best albums of the year by multiple publications. And the album won uh, a 2018 Mercury Prize. Wrong. And so Blue Weekend comes off the back of that uh, a few years later. And it's the third studio album. Uh, and it was released 4th of June, so just under or about a month ago, um, through Dirty Hit. And the uh, singles were Blue... Oh, sorry, that's not right. Uh, the singles bl- <laughs> for Blue Weekends were The Last Man on Earth, uh, Smile, No Hard Feelings, and How Can I Make It Okay. And this album received critical acclaim to uh, from music critics, with many naming it as the band's best work. Grace, what do you think? <laughs> well, I don't know who these critics are. <laughs> 
I knew you guys were going to hate it, man. I've not said anything yet. I knew it, though. I just think I couldn't even pin this down to one particular genre of music. It's literally there's there's pop going on. It's alternative, man. But it's like (laughs) stay in your lane. You know what I mean? What if your lane is all the lanes? What if you're in a monster truck, mate? Well, nice. No. No. Jack of all (laughs) trades, but a master and on. This album. Right. They need to pack the drugs in because it's weird. You said they were on drugs? The album. (laughs) (laughs) There's just weird, like, if I was high, I think I might enjoy this album more than I did. You said this the other week. No, it was a few weeks ago. Do you you want to do drugs? (laughs) Do you not like... I just think people should produce music that isn't for people on drugs. But I'm like dead into like crunchy music, you know what I mean? So and like crunchy. it is it's like you so know, it's, hip, it's hippie and it's like vibey, do you know what I mean? It's, like, it's not vibey. There are vibes. But, but it's like alternative vibey, innit? It's not like Ed Sheeran, but it's like But you you can't have that for a whole album. It Why? becomes a snooze. Said you. But you really? listen to Nora Jones in because the bath. Because she's the best. But that is the ultimate boring. I can't listen to this in the bath. Flipping Alice the Wolf. Wolf. You know you can listen to music outside of your bathing. Like it's time time. No wonder, no wonder you're skipping songs. <laughs> Gotta get ready for work in the morning, my show. Okay, anyway, carry on, Chris. Um, so it's weird. It's it's the only word I could use to describe it is weird. It's just weird. Um Have you met hipsters? The f- They're pretty weird. <laughs> The first three songs merge into one. They're boring. They're a Oh, I knew you were going to say boring. It ain't boring. boring. It ain't boring. boring. Then Smile comes out of nowhere. This maddest... It's kind they of just turn this it. mad corner, something wild's going on. Um, but then... Yeah, that's the most nimble bit, really. Smile goes crazy. And then after that, it's a bit like, meh. Feeling myself is gross. And sack that off. Absolutely vile. <laughs> well, I'm going to uh, pull that out by itself. Feeling myself as <laughs> gross. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, not not feeling it. The Last Man on Earth, I kind of recognise it. I don't know whether it's because I've heard it before or it sounds similar to something else. It's quite Bowie-esque. Mm. Mm-hmm. So I don't mind that one. Maybe i listen to that one again. Um, no hard feelings. It's all right. <laughs> Is that your official review? No hard feelings, it was all right. Um, but yeah, all in all, I'm not going to listen to it again. Right. I don't know. <laughs> I'll tell you what I liked. <clears throat> Excuse me. I liked uh, the fact that the first few songs kind of all blend together, but like, not, oh, they're all the same, but like, it's like a movement. Yeah, I quite Both of you gave me I a side, side glare then. Well, <laughs> yeah, take that side glare. <laughs> you know what I mean? Um, I just, and I like the fact that Smile kind of came out of nowhere. It's aggressive. I've got here Smile, which is aggressive. I like that. Uh, there's some dirty bass in that. There is there's some, some crunchy bass. No, it's just, yeah, I like that. I like that. Um, I do. I thought it was good. I think the lead singer's voice, whatever her name is, uh, is really good. Quite easy to listen to. Good tone to her voice. Very Hayley Williams. Mm. I think which is no. which is good. Maybe it's she's just too my... beige for Hayley Williams. Hayley Williams is better for mm. sure. 
But remember when we listened to Phoebe Bridges? Best voices. Kind of like that. Yeah, it's a it's a mix between. <laughs> you looked at me like I don't remember that now. <laughs> I vaguely remember. She wasn't that that memorable. Oh, stop. Neither is she. Uh, Put it this way: Olivia Rodrigo's album is the head and shoulders above. We're all still talking about it. We're all still. Ta- I'm still it's listening. going up and up and up in my ranks. You you showed Sam. I did. It didn't you? And he's he's converting them all. You can like more than one thing, you know. You can yeah. like one, more than one genre as well. I it do. is possible. Do I'll you? Sit in the bath, listen to Nora. We've listened. I get in my car. We've done, I listen to Olivia. We've done sixty-four episodes, and you haven't liked the sodden thing. <laughs> Actually, I like that. Let's So my final, yeah, it, it's it's good. It's yeah, bits of a good. The, the Bowie influences, Bowie influences, obviously, his name are, are mm. on there. Um, the yeah, David. That all the David influences. They are, you know, it's alternative. Um, again, it's one of those we couldn't do anything over lockdown, so we've got a bunch of ideas. Let's try some mm. things out, which isn't mm. a bad thing. You've taken that as a bad thing, not a bad thing, not a bad thing. We've all picked up a hobby. You know, Taylor Swift. <laughs> this hobby. is the third album. It's not <laughs> a hobby. Ta- Taylor Swift's hobby was releasing two boring albums <laughs> and calling it oh, I'm country again. Shut up. One boring album. Shut up, Taylor. Just re-record <laughs> Red like we want you to do, please. Come on, can't we? As long as you get Gary Lightbody back. Who ever thought that we um, <clears throat> would do it, start a podcast? In 2019, if you mm. said, we're going to start a podcast and you're going to have to review Taylor Swift three times, yeah. you'd, you'd have been like... <laughs> and you'd be happy to do so. <laughs> that's that's the wild thing. She's now become a little bit of a... I'm not going to say guilty pleasure because that's a ridiculous thing. Like mm. what you like. But I'm starting to really enjoy Taylor Swift. Mm. Who knew? Amen. Not me. Um, my overall thoughts. Yeah. On Blue Weekend World Park. It's good. But it's not Led Zeppelin, so I can't mm. even compare the two. Mm. Um, that's fair enough, isn't it? And that's—they were always going to lose. We, ha- I think we. Ha- I mean, Grace will disagree, but we happened to listen to two great albums at the same time, mm. and then the good, one of them overshadows the other. Because, one suffers absolutely. You know, I mean, that—that's my opinion. That's might the not, nature of the might beast. Not, might not be shared with everyone. Mm. You know, that's okay. Do you want to know my thoughts? Please go on. I wrote, "This is my wheelhouse." This is my genre of music that mm. I'm into. Sure. That I find myself liking at the moment. Phoebe Bridges, mm. Father John Misty, inspired. You know, just like, I don't know. I'm just, I just love that soft piano sounding kind of like, I don't know, crunchy is the only way I can explain it really. Crunchy is a good way of putting it. Yeah. Uh, but it's not, it's not really like psychedelic and stuff like that, but it's just got like the feel, feelings of it. I love the opening track, the beach, mm. the build is amazing. Start quiet, get bigger. When the bass comes in the chorus, feeling it. Absolutely loved it. Dynamic central. The tension builders, mm. the distorted bass that comes in, the vocals that are layered. I loved it. Mm. I loved every bit of it. Look, you're so happy. <laughs> Look at his face. Proper buzzing. <laughs> no, I, I really liked it. Um, and I said, don't tell me this album is boring. It's boring. Because... But the, just because the fact it's that got, you thought that. Yeah, but I wrote so just because it's, it's got quiet bits doesn't mean it's boring. No, it's it's not doing enough. No, but it, but that's the vibe, innit? Yeah, but I'm not here for that vibe. I've but, got stuff to do. You can't be bringing me just not doing stuff stuff. Not doing stuff uh, stuff. Because I've got stuff to do. <laughs> I just I just disagree so strong. <laughs> do you know what I mean? <laughs> You could go for a walk and just have this on on like a nice awesome day. You know what I mean? Just be chilling. It's out. summer, Matt. It's not. Yeah, no, it's summer. It's I'm, July. I'm listening to it now as well. Okay. You're walking down the beach and this you're just is chilling not, out. No. 
Old kids like to chill out too, all right? <laughs> so I loved it anyway. Yeah, I mm. thought it was really Grace. I'll listen to more of them. Well. Yeah, there you go. Would you rather Grace? Mm. Led Zeppelin or Wolf Alice? Led Zeppelin. Adam? I had Led Zeppelin all day, every day. I think I'd go the same because mm. it's just a, a cracking album. A masterpiece, man. Yeah, masterpiece is the right way of talking Ooh, about it. Man. Adam, what are you rating? Five. <laughs> Wait, so doesn't need to five for Hall of Fame. <laughs> There's Hall of Fame Hall as well. Hoff, 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 hoff. Uh, Grace, gonna four. That's high from you. That is. To be fair, that is sneaky. Four point five though. Mm, I'm not going that high. Okay. Not that high. I'm gonna give it a five as well. Hall of Fame. Wow. Could be the best album of us too. You know, highest rating. Mm. What would make it a five? If if Aretha Franklin was singing, it. yeah, basically. If Nora Jones did a cover of "Going to California," <laughs> she did a version of "Black Tongue." She actually, if she did a cover of "Going to California," that would be incredible. I'd listen mm-hmm. to that. I think that'd be really good. Any cover she but does, she's, uh, she's not cool Palace. She's absolutely cool. She like does that. Beatles covers, you know. Oh, well, that doesn't surprise me. Ravi Shankar's grand uh, daughter, even not even granddaughter, daughter. Mm. Yeah. You know who we're talking about, that Grace? Ravi. Ravi Shankar. Nora Jones's father? Nope. Taught George Harrison how to play the sitar. He's a very famous Indian. Uh-huh. Um, My sweet lord. My wow. sweet lord. All the good stuff. Mum? Yeah. So. Well, there you go. So, all, if you could take anything out of this week's episode, so let's definitely agree. Not 100%. Absolutely. People didn't know that before before, <laughs> before this episode. You're welcome. <laughs> I, I don't want to put too fine a point on this, but we discovered Led Zeppelin. <laughs> so, you're welcome, Wells. This band, right? <laughs> Real small band out of, out of England. Not maybe We'll release a song soon about how we told everyone about Led Zeppelin first. For sure. Yeah, brilliant. Sure. How about that? It's time to quiz. Oh, Ooh. come on. I'd like to quiz. Oh. Well, my mama said, quiz me On the other side of town Yes, my mama said, quiz me Cause she didn't raise no clown My icky, bricky heart is asking Begging, pleading you Just to quiz me, baby or I'll be through I gotta say it's not my best one I think it's one of the best You Just, don't like it? I don't mind it but you know when you listen to something <laughs> Six weeks in a row And you just think I could put, <laughs> I could have put some drums on there A little upright bass Mm-mm. Could have fixed those harmonies up A little <laughs> slag guitar would have been great A slag I mean I cannot do any of that You got a double bass just chilling <laughs> but there are plugins for these things. <laughs> but you're not here to quiz me. I'm mm. here to quiz you. Wow. Nice. Sam, um, who did we start with last time? Do we know? I feel we like rock, we paper, scissors. Oh, yeah. Just. <laughs> 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 oh, Mr. Courtney. Unfortunately. And Grace won. Do you like to go first? <laughs> Yeah, I'm happy okay. to rock, paper, scissors again. But. We're, we're essentially just in the second half of the quiz I used last <laughs> week. So. And there's a, 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 a tiebreaker question yeah. for this one. Uh, so Matt, we'll start with you. Uh, Brilliant. Question 
number one. Uh, and you're getting the easy question to start off with. <laughs> Look, Grace's face has an absolute don't. picture. Out of everyone who needs them. Don't. <laughs> don't do charity here. Matt. Remember, Grace, you can steal. Mm. Matt, what style of music that emerged in the 1970s featured themes of heavier and louder music and anti-establishment lyrics? <sighs> Punk. Full title? Rock. <laughs> we were looking for punk rock music. No, <laughs> that's a point. <laughs> point on that. Uh, that is very easy, isn't it? Grace, a question about your idol right now. Uh, Elvis Presley. <laughs> See, this is what John I don't Lennon. like. Because I get it wrong. Okay. Elvis... You don't like being stitched up. <laughs> <laughs> You've been to his home. You stood at his grave. You've actually been in his house, right? Been it's in his house. In the house. Oh, it's the jungle room. Mental. That's mentioned in uh, Walking in Memphis. What's the jungle room? It's literally just a room. It's gross velvet everywhere. Little zebra skin? Yeah, animal skin, rugs, literal like stuffed animals. They're probably fake. Like, and like fake, like vines. It's just like a, literally to look like, it's weird. Did he have a room full of tallies? Not that I saw. They sold them on eBay. Can I ask a crew question? Mm. Oh, if this is where it's going I, I, I want to know the answer to this I didn't see the toilet You're not allowed upstairs I bet you're not It's still a crime scene up there I thought he had a downstairs Lou, you know what I mean? Listen, he was rich, he wasn't that rich <laughs> But anyway To speak better of the king uh, Grace, Elvis Presley's Hip gyrations on which show? What year did he get his hip replaced? Caused <laughs> much controversy in nine or controversy in 1956. So Elvis Presley's hip gyrations. <laughs> gyrations. If you're a true fan of uh, of Elvis, you so, know. sounds like a Beach Boys song. <laughs> hip gyrations. <laughs> true, true, hip gyrations. <laughs> no idea. BBC uh, One. I'm gonna steal it. He's on his fit. He's I'm, on, good. I'm just looking at the football, mm. just in case. There's no games on? Uh, FC Dallas against Vancouver, wow. White Kids. Shut up, why are you following two, me, MLS? No, I'm not. It's just um, on all competitions. Just see all those in there, just checking. Wow. Dodgy, go on. The Ed Sullivan. Incorrect. <sighs> it was the Milton Bell show. Ah, you know, no one would That famous that. show that was in England really know about. <laughs> and I've heard. Yeah, sorry. Unlucky. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> Matt, yes. Second question for you. Isn't isn't is this not a nineteen something? Is no, no. This is just a, a general, general music pop culture mm. music oh. quiz. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, general pop knowledge. culture. You know, popular culture stuff. Popular, you should know. Pop, you know. Well. Matt, like what show? Well, Hot Shot. See if you know this one. <laughs> <Hot shot>. One <laughs> <laughs> Which famous singer of the 1940s, 50s and 60s got his start performing with the Dorsey Band in 1940? That's hard, isn't it? That's hard, isn't it? I'm going to say Frank Sinatra. Shut up! <laughs> Are you looking at the reflection in my glasses? Oh, can I see the reflection? No, People do that to me. I was once looking at a present no. for Libby and she saw what it was in the reflection oh, of my no. glasses. I was like trying to be discreet and she was like, mm, what are you looking at there? I'm like, nothing. She's like, mm-hmm. Did she tell you that or wait until she got no, the No, she told me, she's like, I can see it in your glasses. I'm like, well, she's, you Did can't you ever have a surprise. 
Yeah. All right. So what's she does nice surprises. She she likes surprises, but she always likes. But what she likes more is working them out. Yeah, Becky's like that nightmare. Can't have any I secrets. Hate her. And she hears really well. Mm. She's got hair like a bat. She can hear me saying this. Now. Yeah. <laughs> Insane. Frank Especially when she's listening to the book. <laughs> well, yeah. Does she? No. <laughs> she um, yeah, Frank Sinatra was right. Wow. Uh, just a hot shot. <laughs> That's <Wow. what> I... <laughs> Clearly. Um Grace, question for you. Mm. Now, we've talked about this. Mm, so I can already tell I'm going to get it right. <laughs> okay. Now, it's about a band that we talk about a lot. A lot. In what year did the Beatles announce... That they were disbanding. We have talked about this quite a bit. We have, but I we haven't have. listened. Of course, Come you on, just think, just think. You'll get this. Just think about it. Yeah. Seventy. Correct. <laughs> she, was, she wasn't going to say yeah. nineteen seventy. I, I just needed to jump in. Before. That is correct. It was nineteen seventy. She well, was going to say seventeen seventy. So. What 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 letter we what what number were you gonna put after the seventy nine? Ah, what what seventy nine? I don't know that life story. That was the year before John got shot. Well, John's dead. What? <laughs> <laughs> oh, shocking. Um, I'd, what's the score now? That's such um, a big two one one. two two one two one two one two one. Hold with me, Matt. Third question for you. Uh, it's only my second question. Second question for you. Sorry, you stole one. I forgot. I stole what one. genre of music became much more popular and mainstream in the 2000s that featured superstar artists like Jay-Z, Kanye West, Outkast, Eminem, and many others? Became famous in the 2000s. What genre of music became much more popular and mainstream in the 2000s? Well, I guess... Well, I guess it's hip hop and rap in it, but I I would say it's been famous, you know, for so I don't. That's as close as I can get, I guess. Hip hop and rap, yeah. That is correct. That's that's not true either. I think it became more mainstream. Yeah, but it was pretty mainstream. Well, I guess so, but it's pretty mainstream, wasn't it? I think I don't think Tupac and Biggie were being played that much on the radio, apart mm. from certain stations. Maybe yeah. Whereas most radio stations will play Jay Z. Snow I know is three one, you know. <laughs> it is. Um, Come across so cocky. So. <laughs> Come across. Yeah. Now, Grace, this is another one that we spoke about before. Wow. The Beatles. <laughs> which popular musician bought ATV music and every Beatles song for forty-seven million dollars in nineteen eighty-five? Let me say it again for you. Michael Jackson. Hey, she got it right. Don't even need to repeat it. Me, I knew it. it. I knew it. Well Correct. Done. Come on. Love it. What's that now? Four two. Getting, four, uh, three two. Sorry. Three, three two. Three two. Three two. Three two. Three two. Seven three. <laughs> Prophetic. Math. In what year were the US Grammy Awards for music mm. started? Hmm. Have we got a ball pond area? Mm. A ball pond. No. Ball it's park. like ball park. <laughs> a ball <laughs> pond. A duck pond area. <laughs> So I'll just think about oh, the artists that I know won a Grammy. Okay. It's quite a few of them, I imagine. <laughs> <laughs> well, I'm just thinking about like 1980. Okay. Or 79. So what are you saying? Well, in 79. The Beatles broke up. Uh, what's that guy? What's that guy I'm into? I don't know. Salem, that guy. Christopher Cross run like every Grammy. Chris Cross. You know what I mean? Chris Cross. He'll make you joke. So they must be before then. T 
did the Beatles ever win a Grammy? Doesn't sound like it, they did, does it? But did they? But if I say 1970, it's actually, you know, 49, you know, we're in trouble then, aren't we? But I could go any year, couldn't I? I, go, I think you could give an answer. I go with 33 AD. You know, <laughs> Jesus got one. I wouldn't know. You know. The first Grammy goes to for best resurrection. <laughs> Actually goes to Lazarus. Uh, Just missed out. Jesus Christ. <laughs> Imagine. Let's come back. <laughs> that's what I should have said. That's, that's so much better. <laughs> I'm going to go. Good comedy, Grace. No, I'm going 1970. 1970? Mm. Incorrect. Great. Can you tell me why it was incorrect? Because uh, it was wrong. Um, too late. And you know what? So, what year were the US Grammy Awards for music starters? Which let's, which makes me think before you, what other Grammy Awards were? There? Grammy for film was that the thing? Who knows? But in what year were the US Grammy Awards for music started? Sixty-three. That's incorrect. Nineteen fifty nine. Wow! I don't know whether the Beatles ever won a Grammy. I'd I'd like to find. Let me just nah. do a little check. They should have, right? Abbey Road. I want to hold your hand. So, gosh. they won seven hundred Grammys, and we just don't know about it. Oh my goodness! Um, so they won a Lifetime Achievement Award. 2014. Yeah, I was not count them. They've won 1, 2, 3, 4, 5, 6, 7, 8, count 9, 10, screen. 11, 12, on 12 screen. Hall of Fame awards. Wow. <laughs> from the Grammys, which makes no sense. Uh, music video award, another Hall of Fame uh, music. Let's go right back then. Yeah, so 65, they won Best Grammy for Pop Performance by a duo or a group with vocals. 65, uh, Grammy for Best Records. Record of the year. We don't have to do it every year. Or <laughs> we can just say yes, they won a lot. <laughs> they won a lot. <laughs> well, uh, yeah. I don't know what record it was that they won that with. But uh, actually, hold on. Maybe we can go back. No, we can't. We can only go back to 2016 for some strange reason. Who knows? Um, yeah. So the Beatles have won several Grammys. So is it 3 2 or 3 3? Oh, no. Grace didn't get it right. Get to a 3 2 still. Uh, we're on to. Chris, mm. what was the new style of rock music that arose in the early to mid-1990s through bands such as Nirvana, Soundgarden, Pale Jam, and others? Heavy rock. Metal. <laughs> Why are you whispering? <laughs> you literally... She just worked out answers. But don't say heavy rock because you know... Punk rock. What? Smash said- rock. Bad rock. Okay, I'm going to I'm gonna have to stop. I'm going to have to Bed stop. Bedrock. Sediment. <laughs> Flintstones. <laughs> uh, incorrect. Matt? Um, grunge. Grunge is correct. I would have also taken alternative rock. Do you class Nirvana as grunge? Yes. They I were mean, like they the are most the famous g- grunge. Yeah, they are the grunge <laughs> band. Yeah. Would you? Yes. <laughs> I, pr- I probably What would, would you class them as? Just rock. Okay, yeah. No. Rock like, wasn't cool in the 90s, that's mm, the thing. No, that's well, it was like hair metal was into it, you know what I mean? That's why everyone was into it. Uh, Hairies. The, the Hairies, yeah. Hairy, Hairy fairies. fairies. My mum was a Hairy. Was she? Oh, well. Proper back hair. So she says. Nice. Mm. That's why you didn't know about 
kan 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 ja from bye did he back him as air? With a shot with no, a shotgun, he yeah, he did. <laughs> <laughs> Certainly did back over. And then some jeez. No, he was just the anti culture to Oh. Yeah, right, okay. so but, but I was saying you didn't know about him because he was doing that and you were like, okay. okay. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, sorry. Matt. <laughs> which <laughs> which popular jazz musician came to prominence in the nineteen forties? And was known for his scat singing. Ah, a a wop a boo. It's a little example of scat there for you. Mm. I'm a scat man. I don't know if I've shared it on the podcast. I can't remember. But that guy Paul, I went to college with. Oh, you have <laughs> scat man Paul. <laughs> he said he was going to become a werewolf, and from, then he, from Wales or something? from North Wales. <laughs> <laughs> and then he, um, then he never came back. <laughs> Full moon. Okay. Uh, I, I actually don't know. Has it a guess? Yeah, I'm going to say Louis Prima. Incorrect. Grace. What are you Googling? I'm not. I'm not. Slightly in your, your wheelhouse, maybe. Which popular jazz musician came to prominence in the 1940s and was known for his scat singing? Every jazz musician. Mm. <laughs> no. But need specific. You can't imagine Miles Davis ever scatting, can you? <laughs> <laughs> He'd be so angry, would he? would <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> be so furious with the idea of it. No idea. Not at all. It was a Mr. Cab Calloway. Mm. I'm assuming, Mr. I don't misgender the dead. I'm assuming he's dead. <laughs> we misgender the living, but not Cab- the dead. C A B. C-A-B, Cab Calloway. Mm. Um, Grace, question mm. for you. To take us to a potential tiebreaker, I mm, think. Yeah, that would be wonderful, wouldn't it? Would be wonderful. Uh, I'm taking you all the way back to 2002. Oh. And I'd like you to answer the question. Who won the first American Idol contest in 2002? You know this. Was it Kelly Clarkson? Oh, since you've been gone, it was <laughs> Kelly Clarkson. Because of you, I have come to walk on, on the other side of the road. Well done. Love to see it. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. Do you want to know what the tiebreaker no. question is about? How many Grammys did <laughs> the Beatles win? Are you having a laugh? I'm going to find a different one. I'm going to find a different I, one. What? Because no. that, one, that one's ridiculous. You'll no, definitely know question. it. No, you'll definitely know it. Yeah. That's so the... I can't do that. Just for interest, I'm going to... It doesn't break any ties. For a tiebreaker, it's more interesting to do it okay, to the nearest, right. you know, mm-hmm. million. What is the question? Out of interest, the, yeah, Out of interest, the question is, the Beatles released their first UK single, Love Me Do, in what year? Grace, hazard a guess? 50. Wrong. <laughs> so you think they went from 50-something to 79? Uh, I thought it was 70, yeah. 64. Wrong. Matt? 63? 62. Oh, so, there you go. There we go. Uh, Pointless anyway. We would have had to have a second tiebreaker. Yeah. <laughs> um, okay, so we're on to the tiebreaker. Guys, this is a big one. Now, we've been talking about perhaps one of the best rock bands to come out of England. Led Zeppelin. Four great guys. <laughs> four amazing musicians. Mm-hmm. With many albums. 
Uh, and as we saw, Led Zeppelin 4 sold how many? 34 million, was it? Seven, 37, I don't know. 37 million. A lot in the millions. To the nearest million. I'm going to go to you first, Grace. To the nearest million. How many albums has the band sold <laughs> worldwide? What? Ever. Across their discography. To the nearest million. Hmm. How? Uh, to the nearest 10 million. Let's go with that. Isn't it just closest wins? Closest wins, sure. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean... Can I use my calculator? Why? Would you want to do that? To add up lots of 34. Okay. Do it's, you know 30, how many albums they had? It's 37. It was 37. But yeah. also, how's that going to help you? Uh, tell me through your process here. T- tell me through well, your... Ma- your they've got more than one album. Sure, they do. We've done two. So times it by two. Ourselves. I'm going to say they've got like six, seven... Okay, and you think they sold the exact same amount? Well, no, but I'm looking for, you know. And also, this is. That was 37. Well, I'm assuming. Was that 37? A a ball pool figure. (laughs) A ball pool. Was that 37 just in its its first week, or was that all time? Exactly. So I'm just saying, rethink your strategy. But ever of all time. All time. Been going an hour and a half there, so you know. (laughs) Quick, man. If the tunnel's closed again, I won't get out until midnight. Yeah, I mean. Okay. Okay. Got my number. Okay. Matt, you got your number? I'm just going to go higher or lower. He's done this. This is the worst. Right. Going going second is the easiest. Right. Okay. I'm good. 324. Okay. 324. Matt, what are you saying? 300. (laughs) And 22. And 20. (laughs) You're the worst. Five. Really? Yeah. 325? Uh, He's locked it in. He's uh, locked it in. Don't be giving him no clues. I saw it in his face. Let me tell you. We did this. When you guys had to do like numbers of albums, you guys always overshot uh-huh. it. The band has sold more than... Th- it says more than, but I'm going to include just the number <laughs> Has sold 300. Oof. Million albums well, oh. hey. including 111.5 million. Have you won that? Unity he unity. let you have 1970 when you hadn't even finished your breath. You know what I mean? <laughs> um, there you go. Woo! Well done, Grace. Grace wins that round. It's still like what four one or something to you? Two. None of us have kept track because we don't expect me to. Win. <laughs> <laughs> I, th- I think though. I think regardless. Chalk right. it up to a victory to you, but I think Grace should do a quiz for us. Okay, is that it then? Uh, it can be. Shall we conclude? Grace, you're on the quiz next week? Quiz next week? Yep. Is, that, is that doable? Yeah. <laughs> we'll find out. There we go. That was the final edition then of uh, Quiz Me Brackets Mama. <laughs> Hello. I'd like to quiz. Ooh. Well, my mama said, quiz me On the other side of town Yes, my mama said, quiz me Cause she didn't raise no clown My icky, bricky heart is asking Begging, pleading you Just to quiz me, baby or I'll be through Well there we go 
Well done, Grace. Well done. Congratulations. Wait, we never taste it's so sweet. Really, yeah. Look forward to your uh, sympathy quiz next week. <laughs> Would you like to know what next week's albums are? Yes, please. We're going to listen to the album called The Band mm-hmm. by The Band. The Band again? The Band again. Wow. Didn't we always listen to The Band? The band? Yeah. It was like number 100 on the new list or something, wasn't it? It's pretty high up. But we listened to the band, band. No, we didn't. Oh. We listened to music from Big Pink. Music from Big Pink. Uh, it was one of the very first uh, ones, yeah. Yeah, 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 it was. And now we're on the band. The band. The band. I'm excited. We're going to compare it to Daddy's Home by St. Vincent. Mm. <laughs> Not sure about that. <laughs> and uh, yeah, it's going to be great. I guess so. <laughs> no, it will be. It'll be absolutely great. Adam, have you got some uh, affirmations for us? I've got a couple. Mm-hmm. Let's go with three. I've got three. Um, starting off right from the get-go, I am the architect of my life. <laughs> I build its foundation. The Ted Mosby. And choose its contents. The Ted Mosby. Someone's been watching How I Met Your Mother in their, in their what, downtime. Just watching it all the way through for the first time. Thoughts? Um, it's absolutely toxic. As a show. Pretty much. It's terrible. <laughs> Doesn't it make you want to live in New York though with your friends? No. Make me want to live in New York with my friends. Friends makes you want to live in New York with my friends. Mm. Another toxic show. Just a real... Would you rather live over a bar or rather live a over coffee a coffee shop? shop? No, a bar, man. Imagine the roudness of a bar. You'd never sleep. But you're like going five floors up so you're not hearing a thing. Imagine from being in the pub every night. After so drink. Your own booth. Legendary. It's a <laughs> legend. Wait for it. Darry. <laughs> yeah. Good fact. Ted Mosby is a pretty much a dickhead. I think we're going to call him a prick. <laughs> he is. He is. He's horrible. He's a misogynist and he finds a girl he likes, mm-hmm. strings him along mm-hmm. and then throws him out. Terrible. Awful. Awful human. Anyway. Yeah. Um, but wake up in the morning and say this to yourself. Say, I'm not Ted Mosby. Instead, today I am <laughs> brimming with energy and overflowing Ooh. with joy. Mm. Mm. I don't and then finally, and I think this one's a very important one. Mm. Especially as we move into the summer months. Uh, and we're moving out of a pandemic. Is it everybody's sweating? It's not just you. <laughs> that is that is a big one. <laughs> but my body is healthy. Mm. My mind is brilliant. Mm. My soul tranquil. Mm. Yeah. Just sit in that for a At least one of those things. <laughs> no, all three. All three. All three. Body's healthy. Your mind is brilliant. Your mm. soul is tranquil. If your soul's not tranquil... That's okay, but it can get there. You can get there. Maybe just take some time, sit under a tree. Meditate if Have you a do cup that. of tea. Have a cup of tea, if that's your thing. Yeah. Decaf, maybe. Mm, Stop that heart rate. Mm. You know, sit under a tree, read a book. Mm. Drink some water. Mm. These, are, these are the important things. Look after yourself. Very important. Thanks, Hazel. Hey, you're welcome. Thank you so much for listening to this week's podcast. Why don't you subscribe if this is your first time and you haven't yet hit that subscribe button? That would be wonderful if you could. Uh, follow us on Instagram at Elvanilo. I am at Matt Courtney Music. Adam, your handle is? Uh, at Adam Courtney 95. And Grace. At Grace underscore Summons. Brilliant. Go grab a t shirt on Teespring. Uh, leave a positive review on iTunes. It really helps. And tell your friends about Elvanilo. We love having new people join our little journey that we're on. From the elbows. To- that's it. To listen to the band, the band, and Daddy's Home by St. Vincent. And the band. That's it. The band, the band. Yeah. It's gonna be, guys, have a good week. 
Okay. This time next week, could be European champions. It's coming out. Come on. First, first the Euros, then the World Cup. Come on. Then you win all your money. Exactly. We'll talk about that next week. So that's, <laughs> we won't spoil it now. We'll find out about them one this week. <laughs> Get a, a live reaction. Snacks will be on me. <laughs> Come on. Right, see you soon. See you soon. Bye. Bye.